Hi, and welcome to episode 15 of Take These Songs, a podcast about people and the music that they are committed to. This is your host, Matt Alano Martin. If I sound a little different, I have COVID, everybody. Uh, I'm uh, on day three and a half of having COVID. Uh, and while it's, it's pretty mild, uh, it was severe enough to cause me to delay getting this episode up. So apologies once again. I know this is a running gag for the... Uh, for the uh, regular listeners next week it'll be because my dog ate my homework my homework that was the podcast uh no um i had started working on this editing this episode together and then i got sick and i uh, i just didn't feel like doing it y'all uh the first couple days were pretty rough uh i still not feel great so i'm not going to talk a whole lot up here up top uh, the place that we are right now. Um, I'll keep it fairly brief, but uh, luckily it's fairly mild compared to some of the other horror stories that I've heard. Uh, so wear a mask, everybody. Uh, social distance. Uh, that's just what we're going to do for the rest of our lives, I guess. <laughs> when you can wear a mask and when you can't, obviously there's some situations where you cannot do that. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's not great. Um, this episode, though, is great. Oh, my goodness. What a fantastic one. Uh, Jason Fickle uh, is the guest today, and I love Jason. I've known him for a very long time. And uh, amazing musician, uh, blues guy, country western guy, and just a big supporter of music and the arts in general here in Bloomington and throughout the country. Uh, you'll hear reference here in one of his picks that he's worked at the National Blues Museum. He's, uh, he's done a lot, and he's a very uh, informative young man, and I was very surprised by the lack of blues in his collection today because it's I think that's how we primarily think of Jason as this great blues player uh, but no he he, he kind of threw us some curveballs here which again uh, is one of the great things about the podcast you find out the people have I mean if Jared Thompson's going to pick a White Snake song. Anything can happen. And that's that's what I'm going to say. Uh, if you are new to the podcast, if you're a big Jason Fickle fan, thank you. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is how it works. I invite a guest to bring four songs, songs that fall underneath the categories of something old, something new, something borrowed, and something blue. Something old is any song that is 25 years or older. Something new is any song released within the last calendar year. Something borrowed is a cover song. And something blue is any song that they have a strong emotional reaction to. Love Jason's pick for this. He kind of takes it in a different direction than a lot of the previous guests have. So um, that's how it works. And then they talk about the songs. They get into their own uh, feelings and emotions and memories about it. We let them do their thing. We don't interrupt. It's not a back and forth uh it's not a back-and-forth interview-style podcast, as you're about to find out. I said I'm not going to talk that much up top, and here I am talking a lot because I've been isolating and quarantining and watching Stranger Things. So I've not really talked to anybody all week. I'm staying in a different part of the house from my wife, wearing a mask whenever I have to go into the common areas for something. Uh, it's a whole thing. But anyway, so uh, I will stop rambling <laughs> and just let you know, uh, if you are one of the people that was going to come see me in Dayton, Ohio this weekend, uh, perform stand-up comedy, I'm sorry, I won't be there. I have COVID. Uh, they have replaced me with a very nice, fine young comic. You should still go to the shows. Um, if you do want to see me do stand-up comedy, you can see all the dates. Uh, that should be good. I should be good to go by next week. Uh, you can find those at my website, which is madelanomartincomedy.com. Every one of those words has a hyphen in between it, so that is M-A-T hyphen A-L-A-N-O hyphen Martin hyphen comedy dot com. I am assuming you know how to spell Martin and how to spell comedy. You can also just Google my name. Almost always the easiest way to do it. 
Uh, if you are a fan of stand-up comedy and you n- don't live anywhere close to where I'm performing, I am throwing a ton of clips up on my Instagram and my TikTok. Uh, I'm trying to figure out social media. 10 to 15 years too late. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, it's working out okay. We're getting a couple thousand views on average per clip. But little single jokes thrown up there. I'm doing one a day. Uh, so you can find me on both TikTok and uh, Instagram just at my name, at Madalano Martin. All ran together. No hyphens because they don't allow them in handles uh, and only one T in my first name. Okay. I think that's enough talking for sure up top. So without further ado, let's just jump into this episode of the podcast and find out Jason's picks for something old and something new. Hey, I want to thank Matt Alano Martin so much for asking me to be a part of this great podcast. Something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. My something old song is by a band called The Replacements. And the song is called Alex Chilton. song is a tribute to the artist Alex Chilton, who started out uh, with the Box Tops in Memphis, Tennessee in 1967, and then went on after the Box Tops fell apart to be a part of a recording project called Big Star, which was super uh, influential to many people that we now call uh, indie rock people. And then he had a great solo career in which he covered a lot of great rhythm and blues and blues tunes. And he, um, in the late 1980s, was in the orbit of The Replacements, who are this fantastic rock band from Minneapolis, Minnesota. And in the mid and late 80s, they kind of overlapped and worked together. And so the main songwriter, the songwriter of The Replacements, uh, Paul Westerberg, he um, wrote this song called Alex Chilton. And I love the song so much. It is pure pop, punk, rock joy, I think is what I would call it. And uh, it gets me right in the gut. Um, as a tribute to Chilton, the, you know, some of the lines are, children by the millions sing for Alex Chilton when he comes around. They sing, I'm in love, and what's that song? Or I'm in love with that song. And I think that's such a great expression of what it means to be two things. I think it's a great expression of what it means to be in love with something. And then it's another thing to be in love with a song. And sometimes that's the same thing, uh, being in love with a song and being in love with a person that you share about the song. Somehow the replacements get all that in. And the guitars are just fantastically, beautifully recorded And I really feel like the replacements uh, captured an incredible energy about Alex Chilton himself and uh, and part of a time of, of, of rock music being so, so great. 
I was so fortunate to see the replacements uh, around this time. I saw them in 1989. Uh, this song came out on their album, Please to Meet Me, which was recorded around uh, a couple of years earlier, 1987. Uh, but to see the replacements was just quite a sight. They were um, very loud, definitely the loudest rock concert, loudest concert I've ever been to. And I saw Kiss in the 1970s, and Kiss in the 1970s was very loud. Uh, the replacements were, were much louder, and I remember them covering a Chuck Berry song, and the energy coming off the stage was just amazing. I wonder if this is what it was like to have seen the Rolling Stones, maybe, or, or, or the Kinks, or, uh, or some other great band at that time just, just putting out this love and these guitars and this beautiful energy. And I also got to see Alex Chilton uh, several times and got to shake his hand. And, and uh, he was just a wonderful, wonderful, energetic performer, always had a very cool band, always having a great time. So this is my Something Old song, uh, Alex Chilton, by The Replacements. And I love it as its own expression of kind of pop rock, maybe punk pop rock and then celebrating such a great artist like Alex Chilton. My something new song is called Paycheck to Paycheck by Asleep at the Wheel. When in the cotton field Red clay cracked and dry When there ain't any rain Everything dies It makes for real the song is written and sung by Leroy Preston, and this song is from an album that came out in the fall of 2021, celebrating Asleep at the Wheel's 50th anniversary in show business. Asleep at the Wheel is a fantastic Western swing collective led by Ray Benson. Leroy Preston, the songwriter and vocalist, he was originally from Vermont, and he was the um, primary songwriter for Asleep at the Wheel on their first uh, first albums. In fact, he wrote he co-wrote their top 10 hit from 1975, The Letter that Johnny Walker read. And Leroy Preston also in those uh, 70s and early 80s, he wrote some great songs for Asleep at the Wheel that were covered by other artists, uh, f including Katie Lang and Roseanne Cash. He, she recorded his song, my baby thinks he's a train, and another song called I Wonder, that are just wonderfully beautiful songs. Living paycheck to paycheck Without any job But this new song uh, really grabbed me, Paycheck to Paycheck, and as the lyrics say, paycheck to paycheck without any job. And I think it captures the time that we're in now. The first verse of the song is about a drought, crippling drought with wind blowing through the cotton fields. Second verse is about 
a flood that breaks a levee. And those two verses, I think, really capture the time we're in in terms of coming to grips with climate change. This record came out fall 2021. I was driving around the country. Um, I went through uh, Missouri, Arkansas, Texas, New Mexico. And I really felt, this time around, for me, I really felt seeing the effects of climate change that we're in and all the ways that people are trying to live with it or not. There's no work here now but to clean up hurricane mud and the dollar they pay buys a cheap In the third verse, the narrator seems to say, well, uh, the best job seems to be cleaning up from climate change, which is depressing. And the job's not that great. You know, he ends up with an, uh, uh, a jug of wine, a, j- a local brew, and a corncob pipe. In that way, Leroy Preston seems to me to be kind of conveying a, kind of an old man's style, kind of looking back at life at like an old man. And, and the voice it reminds me of is my own grandparents who lived through the, the Depression, which was its own catastrophe, somewhat similar and different from where we are now. So in some ways, it's kind of an old man's song reflecting back, but that reflection really captures where we are now. A poor man's last Keep living paycheck to paycheck Without And the last thing, there's kind of an economic element to it, because I come across so many people who are getting a paycheck, you know, paycheck to paycheck, but really don't have a job in the way that we had jobs in the middle of the 20th century, where the job... Uh, had a lot of dignity, and it and it covered the bills. And now many people have jobs, hourly jobs, that aren't covering the bills. And so that's why the kind of joke of it, kind of like a, a corny, not corny, but kind of one of those twists of great country songs, living paycheck to paycheck without a job, I think really captures it. It's kind of a country song. It's a swing song. It's got a great harmonica, and I, I'm a sucker for harmonica. And uh, for me, this is my something new song that really struck me, really hit me towards the end of 2021. Paycheck to Paycheck by Asleep at the Wheel, sung by Leroy Preston. Hey, everybody. Matt here at the Halfway Point, jumping in real quickly to let you know that this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Midnight Nachos. That's right. It's brought to you by me. My newest album, Midnight Nachos, just came out a few weeks ago on Helium Comedy Records. And I would love to tell you that it's burning up the charts, but that's that's just not true. <laughs> it did all right. People don't really buy records anymore. 
They mostly stream them. And luckily for you, you can do either one of those. You can buy the record online or you can stream it at a variety of places. It's available on Apple Music, iTunes, Deezer, whatever that is. I have no idea what Deezer is, but it's on there. Uh, Amazon Music, Bandcamp, one of my favorites. I love Bandcamp. So if you listen to this podcast and you're into supporting live music or recorded music, I suppose, uh, you probably are familiar with Bandcamp. And so you can definitely get a copy there. Uh, It's also on Tidal. Yeah, brush your shoulders off. Me and Jay-Z hanging out together virtually on Tidal. Uh, And yeah, I think that's pretty much it. iTunes, Apple Music, all the things that I just said. Uh, It's my third album of stand-up comedy. It's a full hour of stand-up comedy recorded at the historic Comedy Fort in Fort Collins, Colorado. It's a hot one, if if I may be so bold as to say that about my own album, but it's, it's pretty good. Some friends have texted me that they have enjoyed it, and I think you might too. So check it out today. It's Midnight Nachos by Madelano Martin. Thank you so much. Enough self-promotion. I would love to have a paid ad in here, but we, we don't have paid ads yet. So it's more, more about me just hearing the halfway point. But now we're done with that. It's time to get back into the podcast and get back to Jason's picks for Something Borrowed and Something Blue. Something Borrowed, Rich Girl, by Nina Simone. So Rich Girl was a song, is a song, that uh, came out in 1977, and it was written and recorded and released by this pop duo, Daryl Hall and John Oates. And the song was a big hit for them in 1977. I remember hearing it on AM radio, and super. first of all, it's super hooky. I mean, there's just this is a song that stays in your head. Uh, but one of the issues of the song is it mentions the B word. It uses the B word which is a word that as a 10-year-old at that time, I was not allowed to say the B word, and I didn't really hear it that much in daily life, unlike today. For example, if uh, it was on the radio and my mother heard me listening to that song, I felt like I should turn it down because I didn't want her to say like, oh, what's, what's that guy saying after Rich Girl? What's that other thing he sang? So it always felt very transgressive uh, in that way. About a year later, it's covered and released by Nina Simone, the high priestess of soul, incredible African-American pianist, arranger, singer, interpreter, activist. She starts out actually classically trained pianist, and she then starts playing in nightclubs to earn money, and she absorbs classic blues like Bessie Smith. Um, She absorbs the jazz standards, Broadway standards, all the while with almost a classical sensibility. Then um, Nina Simone becomes an activist, really. And as Questlove points out in the 2021 documentary Summer of Soul, 
He says it's interesting to watch uh, Nina Simone, who was originally named Eunice Wayman, how she goes from being, you know, somebody who's playing gigs to kind of uh, make some money on the nightclub circuit, but then really is transformed into an activist with such ferocity, and her performances are amazing. Uh, she wrote a song called Mississippi Goddamn. Unbelievable song. Highly recommend you find a clip of her singing that one, performing that one. It's, it's something. So in 1978, she covers Rich Girl, and then somehow it becomes kind of becomes a different song in some ways, even though the arrangement, I noticed her arrangement's very similar to Daryl Hall and John Oates. It's not a big difference. It's not like she transformed it, but somehow her vocal performance really does transform the song, and it becomes, in my mind, much more of a critique in some ways about wealth and richness. Whereas when Hall and Oates do it, it seems to be kind of a funny uh, song about a rich girl, where when Nina Simone does it, it seems to be much more of a critique for me. It, it's, it's, it's a beautiful performance. She really takes over the song. I think one of the great definitions of a great borrowed or cover song is where the song is transformed from one thing to another. One of the easy examples is when Aretha Franklin covers Otis Redding's Respect. It goes from being kind of this man complaining about respect to kind of unconvincingly, I would say, to where Aretha turns it into a real anthem, an anthem of respect. Uh, in some ways, Nina Simone does this as well. The song goes from being kind of a hooky song with the, with the word bitch in it, and then when she takes it over, you're a rich girl, it's a bitch girl, it really has much powerful, much more powerful force to it, uh, a greater urgency, even though, like I said, the arrangement's kind of the same, but the urgency is there and, and kind of takes the song away, in my mind, from Daryl Hall and John Evans. Rich girl, I need a Simone. Something Blue, Too Close, by the Staple Singers. The Staple Singers recorded this song in 1960 in Clarksdale, Mississippi, in a church. And the mood and the energy is just electric. I'm too close. The Staple Singers, of course, this great African-American gospel act who uh, were based in Chicago. Pops, Robux, Staples is the um, patriarch of the family, the guitar player and lead vocalist. And he was surrounded by his children, including Mavis, Cleotha, Purvis, and Yvonne Staples. And they had this wonderful gospel spiritual act that had a lot of success in Chicago in the 1960s, and then they traveled out onward to that and became involved in the civil rights movement, favorite of Dr. Martin Luther King. 
They went on to have a wonderful career as well of a couple different labels, Epic, and then also with the Stax record label where they recorded their big hits, Respect Yourself, and I'll Take You There. But this song is from earlier. It's from 1960, and it just gets me right to my gut. Around a minute and 30-some seconds in, you can hear Pop Staples, who's kind of been talking or rapping, not rapping the way hip-hoppers rap, but kind of rapping pre-hip-hop. And then he, he starts singing, and his voice goes low, and you just hear the room, uh, the, the room which is the church, the people in the church, just um, light up when he does that. And then about 10 or 12 seconds later, the family comes in, led by Mavis Staples, and Again, the voices come in, and it just goes right up my spine, and you can feel it. I feel it in my own self, and you can feel it in the congregation as they hear it as well. And it's just a wonderful gospel song. I'm too close to heaven to turn back now. And it's, it's about hope. It's about heaven. It's about trying to get to heaven. I'm too close to turn around. Keep on, brother, right? Because the Lord has a crown waiting for you. I tell you, I feel all right now. Go ahead, The spirit of Memphis got me feeling good. And I want you to know I'm not ashamed of him either. Another reason the song means a lot to me is because uh, about two minutes into it, uh, shortly after two minutes, you can hear Pops do kind of a shout-out to someone in the congregation, and that person is named Early Wright. And Early Wright is the first African-American disc jockey in Mississippi. He got the job in 1947 with WROX out of Clarksdale, where this song is being recorded. Early Wright had a long radio show many years and, and, and had many guests on the show, uh, Sonny Boy Williamson, Rice Miller, and uh, Ike Turner, B.B. King, and Elvis Presley, whom, whom he liked. And then the, then the show would go have a gospel portion, which where Early Wright became Brother Wright. And you can hear Pop Staples says, keep on, Brother Wright. There's a crown in heaven waiting for you. It's such a beautiful moment. And the, the reason it means so much to me is because, the reason it's so blue for me is because when I was in Mississippi, I worked at the Blues Archive, and one day, early right, this just jockey came in to the Blues Archive, and uh, I gave him a little tour, and I said, what would you like to hear? We had this amazing record collection, which was, the bulk of it was donated by B.B. King, and he said, I'd really like to hear the Staples Singer song, Too Close. So uh, I found it, I found it in the stacks and brought it out and, and put it on the record player. And he sat there and listened to it. And it was such an amazing moment to hear Early Wright, to watch Early Wright listen to Pop Staples all those years ago, give him a shout out. Keep on, Brother Wright, there's a crown waiting for you. 
Uh, it's such a beautiful moment, and that's why the song is, is so blue to me from that time in my life. But and then for, to to remember that great disc jockey, early right, hearing him, hearing Pop Staples say it to him. I mean, it's already I'm already blue about it just with Pops coming in and the singers coming in. But for me to have that big that big shout out to Early Wright means a lot. I'm too close to heaven to turn back now. The Staple Singers. We did it, everybody. Another episode of the podcast in the books. And as I like to say, in your hearts. Thank you, Jason, for giving us an amazing episode. So thoughtful, uh, so articulate. Uh, We would expect nothing less from Jason. He's a radio guy. I was talking about his blues music earlier in the intro, but he's also a regular host of Blue Monday on WFHB, our community radio station here in Bloomington, Indiana. He does that once a month, and you can hear that. You can hear that radio experience come through on the podcast. Thank you, everybody, for checking out this episode. I really appreciate you being here, whether you're a returning uh, member of the Take These Songs family or this was your first time. Thanks for showing up. And also, make sure you take time to check out Jason and all of his stuff. There's quite a bit of it online. You can check out a couple of albums that he's put out, uh, any live dates that he has, and all that kind of good stuff at his website, which is jasonfickle.com. That is J-A-S-O-N-F-I-C-K-E-L.com. Everything from live dates to recorded music to videos to all kinds of great stuff there on the website. Check it out and make sure you check them out once a month on WFHB's Blue Monday. Thank you, everybody, for checking out the podcast. If you have a moment after you check out all of Jason's stuff, just leave us a quick review if you don't mind. That really does help grow the podcast. We're small, but we are mighty, and we think it's a pretty good format, as did MTJ79. He left us a nice review back in June, which I missed because uh, we were we were off the air for a while in June. It got very busy. But uh, thank you, MTJ79, for leaving us a five-star review and saying it's a great idea, great podcast, great host. Thank you. Thank you so much. I legit discovered new music listening to it. Uh, thank you so much. That's the type of thing that we like. you know. So if you want to leave us a review similar to that, don't copy. You know, Put it in your own words. <laughs> Plagiarism is bad. But if you take a second to do that, we would really appreciate it. Take These Songs is created and produced by Madelano Martin. Hi, that's me again. Hello, thank you. And our theme music is by Go To Space Die. Go To Space Die is the instrumental space rock project of Dagan Thorgerson. Their new album, Red Air Don't Care, is available on Bandcamp.com. Thanks, everybody, for checking out this episode of the podcast. Thanks for hanging in there with me as a few days late due to the COVID. Hopefully I'll be back to full strength next week and back on time with yet another episode of Take These Songs. But until then, as always, here's hoping that you find music to have and to hold.